Hello once again, everybody. This is the Common Sense American Podcast, and if you're new to the program, let me just say, this is really all about simple common sense, rational thoughts, sensible, reasonable things, simply being spoken by someone who's not a leader, not a politician, and just sees things and talks about them. It's really quite that simple. Uh, surprisingly, there's a lot of people out there who, who like it mainly because, I guess, because it is simple, but also because I think I'm saying, I'm not saying anything special in that I'm saying things that many people have already thought, they just haven't put into words. And this week, the subject is power and control. Uh, but before that, just a quick note on the Biden-Afghanistan travesty. Um, as I had said on Twitter, that I, I had made mention of the fact that when Biden was in office, we had to hope that there would be no major international flap <clears throat> because this guy is not capable of dealing with it, and he will be worse than useless in such a situation, and that is being proven right now. Um, you can paste the blame uh, wherever you want. You know, the Democrats are going to try to blame the Trump administration because they try to blame the Trump administration for every single thing that goes wrong. Um, but it really doesn't matter who's at fault. At this point, we have American... Uh, civilians, potentially thousands, still stuck in Afghanistan. This, the Taliban has taken over. And let's just not forget that the Taliban is a major enemy of the United States. This is a huge loss, uh, not only for the people of Afghanistan, but uh, also for us as well. Um, it has become, the, the evacuation process has become what many critics are saying is Biden's Saigon. All of this is bad. All of this is backfiring on his administration badly. Uh, even many Democrats are saying that this is just not something he's going to rebound from very quickly. It could have a definite impact on the 2022 midterm elections, which were already leaning pretty heavily red uh, if you looked at some of the indications. And we're, we've still got a ways to go. The, the border situation isn't getting any better. They're doing absolutely nothing about it. So that will only get worse. Uh, the myriad of problems that we face, not to mention hyperinflation, which continues to be an issue, it's only going downhill for this administration, and more and more people are starting to notice it. In a recent poll, uh, which was essentially a uh, satisfaction poll, they asked people, how satisfied are you with the way the direction of the country is? You know, are you good with where we're going? And that number has just tanked under under Biden. It's, it's at an all-time low now, no big surprise there. Um, I think it's down to 20, in the low 20 percent of, of people who are satisfied where the country's going, a very high percentage disapprove or very disapprove of what Biden is doing. Um, he's just, it's, it's a disaster. And, and I, don't, I don't know how he's going to respond to this or how he's going to bounce back. It doesn't look likely either way. Um, and Democrats are getting a lot of heat for this as well. After all, they're the ones in charge on Capitol Hill right now. But I think we've all seen and discussed and talked about that and heard about it ad nauseum in the news and social media. So I'm not really going, and again, I talked about it last week too, so I'm not going to beat a dead horse here. What I really want to talk about more is, is the concept of power and control in a populace, uh, the role fear plays. And I, I've spoken about this before uh, at the height of the pandemic, for example, but now that the Pfizer vaccine has been approved by the FDA and, uh, you know, more and more mandates are coming down you know, the White House just said, if you want to work at the Pentagon, you have no choice but to take the, the, the vaccine. Um, it's mandated that healthcare professionals and teachers all get it. 
Um, and at the same time, Democrats are screaming that we're they're, we're not sacrificing our rights and our liberties and that, that this doesn't have anything to do with it and that all those things are sort of put aside during a health crisis. Um, this is all a... It's a bad sign for where we're going. Speaking of a satisfaction poll, these are indications of a government that's not only overstepping, um, but they've tested the, the boundaries of overstepping authority and infringing on individual liberty and have found that they have very little resistance. So they're just going to keep pushing. This is how governments work. This is how they've worked since the beginning of time. This is what every very intelligent politician and even philosopher have warned against for hundreds if not thousands of years when humans create governments to govern their societies and civilizations. This is where the tipping point is. There always needs to be some sort of balance between those who rule and those who are being ruled, regardless of whether it's a democracy, republic, aristocracy, whatever, there needs to be this balance. And if the balance in any way shifts and uh, significantly too much in one direction, you'll have, it, it gets bad. You have revolts, revolutions on one side, you have uh, authoritarian uh, tyrannies on the other side. So tensions are, are destined to rise when that happens, and very often it's done under the guise of something that's, quote, for the greater good. It's, it's a very common tactic for governments to use because uh, at the core of that is the weapon of fear. Fear is, just ask Machiavelli, the most, if, if not the most powerful tool that a government can, can wield, but one of the most powerful. It... All you have to do, and if you have the messages all falling in lockstep, the messages from the government and the messages from the media, and in, in our case, messages from the entertainment realm as well, if they're all in the same uh, vein, if they're all going the same direction, they all say the same things, and you're, you know, you can bombard the populace with the exact same message, uh, 24/7, 365 especially given the technological uh, marvels of the age where we can put this in front of everybody's face uh, every second of the day uh, with the internet and all of that, it becomes even more terrifyingly powerful. And you have people now, they're back to doing the masks, they're back to doing the, the social distancing, all because of the Delta variant, things are surging, and the only answer they have is to take the vaccine. And... The, the issue here is that the science, because they keep talking about the science, trust the science, be the science, the, the intelligent people use the science, only ignorant, backward Neanderthals dismiss the science and say, I'm not getting the jab and you can't force me and it's my right to, to refuse it and all of that. And they're all the, you know, the backwards people who are endangering the rest of us as Fauci and all the rest of these uh, bureaucratic idiots continue to jam down our throats when they full well know that all the numbers are showing right now that the vaccine does absolutely nothing in terms of preventing this disease or spreading it. Nothing. There was a study in the UK that just came out, and of course we're not going to spread it around because this would be bad for the messaging in this country. And it was a very, uh, it was an in-depth study. It, it was done over the, it was done very quickly, of course, so I always question that, but 
um, they wanted to know, you know, the the rhetoric of take the vaccine and you will be fine. Does that hold water? Uh, we're finding that that's absolutely not true. And how much of a danger are you to other people if you're vaccinated versus people who are not vaccinated? And they found that people who are fully vaccinated, if they come into contact with the virus, with the variant, with, with COVID, you know, one of those, they carry just as much load of that virus to carry around as anybody who's not vaccinated and comes in contact with it. The only difference is that the one who's vaccinated might not develop, has a has less of a chance of developing uh, severe or serious complications because of the disease. That's the only real evidence they have to support the vaccine at this point. And even then, even then, that also tends to only apply to people with severe comorbidities, people who are in terrible, terrible health, uh, who are in, we're going to be in much more danger of major diseases like this in the first place. So the study concludes essentially saying that those who have the vaccine might be better off for themselves. It in no way suggests that they're better off with every, for everybody else. It in no way suggests that a group of vaccinated people who come in contact with the vaccine are not going to spread it as readily as people who are unvaccinated. It says exactly the opposite. It says that they're going to spread it just as well. Now, they may not get as sick. They might not even have as many symptoms. It may be very light for them, but they're going to spread it around just as well. And that is exactly what they don't want to get out in this country. That is the message they don't want because... That's, uh, that really does make it so everyone goes, well, then what do you care if I get vaccinated? That's all on me then, isn't it? If, if I don't get vaccinated and I get severely ill, the only one who's going to suffer is me. I am not, I'll, even if I did spread it to other people, I'd spread it even if I got vaccinated. The chances are very similar. So it doesn't really make any difference. The only difference is it makes to me. Hence, you coming to me and forcing me to take this experimental drug and I'm going to get back to that and just address that in just a minute, um, tells me that this is an infringement of my civil liberties and it has nothing whatsoever to do with you or the greater good. All it has to do with is you having control over me and my life. Now, speaking of the uh, experimental drug, I had said this before. I, I, I posted this before. I said, look, this is a drug. This is not a vaccine. It in no way qualifies as a vaccine. Any medical professional worth of salt will tell you it's not a vaccine. It does not protect against this virus like the way a vaccine would, a polio vaccine, measles, mumps. That's a vaccine. You never get that disease once you have a vaccine because it's a vaccine. This is a drug. This is like a flu shot. All it does is try to amp your, uh, you know, to, to give you some shielding against this. And by the way, severely limits your immune system. You'd think it does the opposite, you know, but it doesn't. It actually damages the immune system at first for a span of time while it's acting. All it does is trigger the response for antibodies to this particular disease. But it suppresses other immune systems, which is why people who have uh, compromised immune systems absolutely should not be taking any of these vaccines. On the flip side, you could argue, well, they should because they're immunocompromised, but it's not really going to do much of anything. It might boost your antibody load for a brief time, but it's going to further suppress your, your immune system. And by the way, you would not believe how many common drugs are immunosuppressants. 
commonly used prescription drugs that suppress the immune system. How many Americans are on them? Millions and millions and millions. Those people who are taking those drugs are more susceptible to COVID and every other virus because they have compromised immune systems. And by the way, all of those drugs are drugs. They're not vaccines, they're just like this thing. They are all going to have side effects. Oh, yes, they are. We're starting to hear more about them. I told you we would. We're going to. The Moderna one apparently has some pretty nasty ones. And you're going to find this from the other ones as well. It's Johnson & Johnson and Pfizer. Now, speaking of Pfizer, the one that got FDA approval, um, I said at the time, it says, you know, look, when one of these things gets approval, they're just going to use this as more ammunition. That is another arrow in their quiver. Uh, because they can say, look, you have no... You have no leg to stand on anymore. Before, you could have said, okay, it's experimental. It's not approved by the FDA. By law, you're not allowed to do this. But now it is approved by the FDA. And now we can make you do whatever we want because of that. Anybody who has any knowledge of the FDA at all, anybody who has any understanding of the FDA and the CDC and all these organizations and how they operate, full well know that this is more, way more, about corporations and politics than it is about health. The FDA has signed off on hundreds, countless of products and drugs over the years and decades that have proven to be train wrecks of a product, that have proven to be extremely dangerous, that have proven to have nasty side effects or immensely addictive, none of which was mentioned at the time of the FDA approval because it was approved and they didn't want you to think that there was anything wrong with it. You turn on uh, late night TV, if you're up late, you know, one, two, three in the morning or something, and you're on one of the cable channels, you are almost bound to see some sort of little mini infomercial about a law firm uh, saying such and such drug was found to do this, call the law firm if, you know, you experienced any of these complications from such and such drug. All those drugs were approved by the FDA. Every single one. And they just keep coming. Historically, if you look at the history of, the, of, the, of that group, the FDA approval means absolutely nothing from a health perspective. Zero, zip, zilch, nothing. This was rushed through. The chances of this being a legit approval also are slim to none. The chances of, the, of that thing being rejected were zilch. It was going to be approved. It, it could have killed off six trillion chickens in Indonesia. It wouldn't have mattered. That thing was getting approved. There was no chance it wouldn't. And why? Because of the amount of money behind it and because of the weight of the political message behind it. You couldn't have that. You can't stand up there and say, oh, no, it was rejected and everyone gets freaked out. And now we have much bigger problems. You have all these people who don't want to take the vaccine standing up and saying, see, I told you so. We can't have that. There was no chance this was not going to get approved. And we've already seen, I, I think there was an article, was it the Wall Street Journal? It, it was recent. It was within the past few days. It was right after the FDA approval that said the entire approval process of this drug is completely corrupt. And it's a very reliable source with, with plenty of citing. It's not on some fringe right-wing whack job site. It's from a legitimate source. So all you leftists can't say anything against it. Unless, of course, all you do is say, well, we don't agree with it. So it can't be true, which you're good at. The bottom line is... We all know that to be true, or anybody with a brain knows that to be true. Of course there was corruption involved in getting this thing through. There was, of course there was. The amount of money involved that is on the line for this, not to mention the, the messaging that has to be, you have to stay in lockstep with no matter who you are, that all was going to come down. And it was going to contribute to the power and control element. 
now that they have it approved by a quote-unquote verified source in the FDA, the experts say it's fine, hence you need to take it. And if we say you need to take it, you must take it. Otherwise, too bad. And they're going to keep telling you under the guise of, you know, the greater good without any of these studies saying that it's working. The vaccine at this point, the only thing the science can attest to is that it protects against serious complications in many cases for the individual. There is no science that says it protects against the spread of it. And there is no science that says it protects against people getting it because the percentage of people getting it who are fully vaccinated just keeps on rising and will continue to rise. The instances are all over the place, not to mention the multiple athletes that ended up getting it, not to mention it was near me. There was a group that went up to uh, province on Cape Cod. They all got it. They were all fully vaccinated. That's just happening all over the country. Those aren't isolated pockets. That's everywhere. And that was, that's everywhere on the world as well, which is something else they don't want you to know. And if the vaccine in no way protects other people and in no way protects you from getting it really, all it does is, you know, protect against serious things, then all that means is that it comes down to you, which is what I've been saying and what I said a couple weeks ago. This is your choice, your decision. And now there's more reason than ever to believe that, yes, it is your choice, your decision. And there's no reason to say you have to take this for the good of other people because it's not going to do anybody else any good at all. That is what we're seeing. And as time goes on, you will find more numbers and more studies that will support what I'm saying. It's already being supported. And I said about a year ago that this is what's going to happen. They're going to shove the vaccine in your throat. They're going to rush it through. They're going to get it through the door. They're going to rush it through approval processes throughout the entire business. They're going to tell you that this is our only hope. And it's really not going to do much of anything just like the flu vaccine which isn't a vaccine. The only way we're getting past this is it has to work its way through humanity and move on out the door just like every other major nasty thing that we've come in contact with. It's the only way you're going to come even close to herd immunity, which probably isn't possible right now, but you're certainly not going to get it with vaccinations. Getting the other 80 to 90 million people in this country vaccinated, which Fauci said he needs, isn't going to do anything. It may lessen the, the possibility of people coming uh, down with severe complications from this illness. Yes, that's true. And if you think, say you're elderly, say you're, you're not in good condition, and there are a lot of you out there, okay, maybe you should take it. I don't know. But it's not going to stop you from getting this thing. It has about as much chance of stopping you from getting it as wearing a mask does. It's a minimal protection. There might be some, but it's minimal. And... You know, staying in, you know, fear is how they're able to get this to work. The, the approval is irrelevant. That was going to happen anyway. Again, look at all the headlines you're seeing. Look at the messages that are being spread. Even before the Delta variant happened, this messaging was the same. You must remain frightened. You must remain scared. You must remain uh, skeptical of anybody who doesn't trust the science. I'm trusting the science. I'm looking at all the numbers I can find. What they really mean is, you need to trust us and what we tell you. Not the science, because we're only going to give you a portion of the science. We're going to show you a piece of the science and the bigger picture, because that's what we want to show you. It's up to you to go find the rest of that picture and put it all together and come to your own decision, which is more important than ever now. We need to use our brains in this issue, but they don't want you to. They want you to simply listen to what they have to say and obey. 
That's it. That's the message that's being sent. That is why there's so much pushback. The FDA approval is not going to do anything to mitigate that pushback. It might cause a few of the ignorant and the scared, more of those, to get vaccinated because they think the FDA approval actually means something. And they think that, uh, you know, the, okay, so I'm, the vaccination is going to save my life. They're still holding down the rhetoric of, you know, people are going to die if you don't. And you may notice that during all of this, they're not showing you the death numbers, are they? They used to. Sort of around the time this pandemic started, they would show you. Even then, it was ridiculous. The percent of the, the, the mortality was never above 1% worldwide. And now it's 0.02. It's so low because so many people got this thing. And the vast majority survive. They don't want you. To, they don't want you to know that almost nobody dies from this Delta variant. The variants, as I said before, based on what we were seeing initially, were going to be more contagious. We're going to spread faster, but we're not going to be as deadly, which can be the case with variants. Not so much the case with mutations, which I believe are very different from a medical perspective. Uh, so if we see COVID-20 come down the pike, that could be bad because it could be far worse and far deadlier. Uh, it would be much worse if it was deadlier to healthy people. This, as I said before, is just a wake-up call to people who are in terrible condition. There's too many of them. There's millions. And if so, we got hit really hard. And even then, the death rate is not very high. Certainly not enough to warrant this. Yeah, people are going to get sick. It's going to happen. If you're out there and you have not gotten either the original strain or one of the variants yet... I got news for you. You're getting it. Whether you have the vaccine or not, you're going to get this or the variant, one of the upcoming variants. You're going to get it. It's going to be a version of like a nasty flu. You're going to get it. I promise. I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. And chances are you're going to be just fine. Like I was, like everybody I know at this point, look, we're all going to have to get this. The vaccine will not save you. They will, if, they, if they're worth anything, they will admit that having the vaccine does not stop you from getting infected. There are, there are every, all the evidence right now is to the contrary to that. And that is why their messaging has changed. It's still fear. Fear is at the forefront, but they can't be saying anymore. The original messaging was take the vaccine so you won't get the disease. Now that they know that that's not the case, it's take the vaccine so you won't die. And take the vaccine so you're protecting others, which is wrong. They're going to have to back off on that too because more and more statistics will come down and become more publicly available. You don't have to go searching for them because they'll be buried somewhere at the back of the newspaper or found in the dark corners of the internet, even though we all know that a lot of that is very accurate. They'll come out eventually and say, yeah, okay, so yes, it's not really stopping the spread of this thing. It's just stopping maybe serious complications of the illness. That's what it is. Then it's over because you don't have a leg to stand on. Getting the vaccine means nothing for my neighbor. It only means something for me. That's it. We're done. Moving on. And that's where we're going to have to come out with this thing. Bottom line, we have no choice. That's where this has to go. And I've said it from the start. I'm not a doctor. I just look at as much statistics and evidence as I can and come to a conclusion. It's not hard to do. I know they've been using fear from the start. They've doubled down on the fear in the past few months. It's just getting worse. you got Kamala talking about getting your Christmas shopping done early because in case there's more lockdowns. You try another lockdown and you watch what happens. There are a whole lot of people out there, a whole lot of people, especially business owners, who have had it. They cannot survive another lockdown. And given the numbers, they're not going to even 
entertain the prospect of another one. You want to try and arrest everybody, go right ahead. My response to that is just go on about your business because I'm not going to be able to. At some point, we're going to have to stand up against the fear porn and realize that we do have individual liberties and we're going to have to exercise them. And if, if the science was different, if the numbers were different, if it was coming down that this was killing a lot of people and was spreading fast and the vaccine was stopping this, that's one thing. That is not what the numbers say. It is not. Look for yourself. Pick any source you like. They don't say it. They might spin them as best they can in a headline, but that's not what the bottom line numbers say. And that's it for me for this week. Appreciate you listening as usual. Uh, I'll see you again next week. I don't know what I'm going to talk about, but hopefully it'll be something a little lighter. It usually isn't, but we'll see. I appreciate the time that you take to listen to my little rants here. I don't do any explicit content. I, I, I try to be as sensible and reasonable as I can. And uh, like I said, that's it for me. And I will see you again next time. Thank you.